Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. Dr. Bonnie Ring joins us live. We're excited to have her here. She's our Woman of the Year with all of her knowledge, her expertise, and her skills as an author, Episcopal priest, uh, also reverend, and yes, licensed psychologist. She does it all. Dr. Bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E, Ring, R-I-N-G.com is where you can find her. And I know we're here today in perfect timing for Thanksgiving to talk a little bit about being grateful, what that entails and what that means and how that could help us spiritually and physically and mentally. Welcome to the show today, Bonnie. How are we? I'm good. Great. I'm good. I think, it. you know, when I look at the email I get about Thanksgiving, it's got to do with recipes and how much you can eat and Mm -hmm. um, uh, don't talk politics, blah, blah, blah. But I think we forget what the real meaning of Thanksgiving is, which is to be thankful. So I thought we'd talk about the good things that have happened in our lives that we're thankful for. I think that's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Keeps us going. Yes. So um, I'm going to say one and then I'm going to invite you to say one. Sure. Just go back and forth and and then we'll talk about things we're grateful for. But um, I think one of the best things that ever happened in my life was that my mother and father hired an Irish woman to take care of me when I came home from the hospital. And she was really my mother for the first seven years of my life. And what I used to say as a child was when I was turned 16, I wanted to have a permanent and be just like Mary. Oh. <laughs> was, she like Ma- was she like Mary Poppins? No, she just, she was, um, she was fun to be with. She taught me how to tie lace my shoelaces and she taught me how to, button and unbutton my clothes and she made every every um challenge a challenge and then she applauded me when I accomplished it um and she loved me she made me feel like I was worth something Uh that's 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 the first gift that I remember and can I just Uh, ask was she living with you full-time was she like a full-time living nanny and my um, my saddest moment was the day that after she got married, she and her husband decided to move out and work for somebody else where they could live together without us. Aww. But I want to remember the good thing. The good thing was that she was loving and she was instructive and she was supportive to me. Just curious, did you did you remain in touch over years no. later or no? It was a... No, that was the tragedy of my childhood. Oh. You know, I don't think anybody thought about it because because she told me when she had her hat and coat and suitcase in her hand. So I had no preparation for it except to watch her walk down the hall, get in the elevator and go away. Oh. And that's a poignant memory. But we're going to talk about good memories. Okay. okay. So tell me a good memory from your childhood. It would be going to um, this Christmas shop. I love the holidays. And, you know, we didn't have a lot. We were middle class, but not really. We never went out to dinner. We never did vacations. You know, my parents did not get along well when I was a child. So there wasn't that many happy memories. But uh, when it came around the holidays, my mom definitely made it special for us. And the visit to Santa at the mall was exciting. But there's just one store that used to be called Flower Time. And they had flowers and plants and 
during Christmas, they had like the animatronics, like um, the Santa Claus, the Mrs. Claus, and they had a beautiful little Christmas display. And it was like joy to go there and to see it. And I still pass by it every, you know, not every day, but every now and then when I go past where my, my mom lived and I grew up and it's gone. It's now a public storage place. But the memories of walking in there, seeing the Christmas array and display, it was like the time of year I felt like my parents, everyone got along. We went to flower time and it was, it wasn't even like we were buying anything it was just to go look and it was just those simple little memories of the holiday that was so joyous for me really well you remind me of my own experience because I grew up in Manhattan and of course the big stores had all those animated mm-hmm. the windows yeah we would we would go down to Rockefeller Center and see the big tree and watch the skating and then we'd go across the street to Saks Fifth Avenue and see the windows and then we'd walk we'd walk all the way down Fifth Avenue to well, I just brought my kids we did Radio City Music Hall to see the Rockettes a few days ago so we just ah, we did, uh, yes. I love that my sister just told me that she and her eldest daughter are going to New York for Thanksgiving I was so envious <laughs> what was the last time you were back in the Big Apple oh, oh um my aunt's 95th since she's now 100, so five years ago. Wow. Okay. Oh, I know. Something about the magical of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which I'm sure a lot of people will be tuning into. It's just like a, oh, it's like a staple of, of us. And I think worldwide. I mean, especially as New Yorkers. I'm sure you've been to it yourself. So have I. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, my dad's first medical practice was on um, Central Park West and 75th Street. And so we would go to his office and watch out the window. We didn't have um, We saw all the balloons. And, you know, Thanksgiving can be a very special day. Um, I'm envious because when I was a child, we, all of us got together. My mother was one of six. So that meant there were 12 siblings and spouses and then all their children and then their in-laws. And it was literally 50 people easy for wow. Thanksgiving and again for Christmas. And of course, I now live 3,000 miles away and I don't see anybody that I that I have family with on Thanksgiving, though I am invited to family attendant, attend to other people's families, which is which is nice. It's yeah. nice to be included. Um, let's look about... Um, the things you feel grateful for. Um, what kind of gifts have you been given? And I was I start I started to think about this just before I connected with you, Jill. And the first two things that came to my mind were I have been gifted with intelligence and I have been gifted with beauty. Hmm. And I say those are gifts because I didn't have anything to do with them. They were, they were given. Um, and I remember as a child, I had blonde ringlets and blue eyes. And my mother got a twin stroller for my sister and I because she was only 15 months older. And people would just come up to be, come up to this stroller and tell me what a beautiful child I was. Mm. And, you know, you, you can't undo that. Um, and there are some, there's some downsides to it, of course. But, but, but I think having those two gifts, um, 
And not having them in an abundance, no. just having them, was, I think, a very fortunate part of my growing up. What about you? What gifts were you given? Well, I, I got to say, for now, I got to say health, right? Uh, um, I believe my children are my most precious gifts. So I didn't have until I was like 35 and like 38. So they're my most precious, precious gifts. And my one big gift was my mother, who I lost six years ago. And she was, you know, it's just so special to me. And so not everybody has, you know, someone that they love. You have a Mary, you know, someone has a mom or a figure that just... And I was thankful to have her for all the years that I did, you know, 40, I guess 40 years, right? You know, but you still want more. Uh, It's never, ever long enough, right? And ah, to lose someone, it's so hard. But you're thankful and grateful for the good days, for the memories, for, yeah. And every day, just go back and it just makes you think about this big world we live in and how precious the gift of life is and it makes me thankful for each day here on this earth even though i miss some that i've lost but yeah the gift now that's of life i mean that's a wonderful expression you know i was thinking there was i went to vassar college when i graduated from high school and it was a very very academic punitive environment at that time and I did, was, did not do very well because I'd gone to a progressive school and I didn't know how to write papers and take exams. And so one day, in desperation before a midterm exam, I went to talk to my sociology professor about what I absolutely had to read. And I had decided to major in sociology after working on the Lower East Side in New York at a mission um, the summer before. And she looked at me and she said, why are you suffering? And I said, because I have to get a B average to get out of here and transfer to someplace else. And she said to me, oh, Bonnie, there are so many colleges you could go to where you don't need a B average to get in. And it it, it was like, boing. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I could go. I don't have to stay here. I don't have to suffer week after week after week. And she said, All it takes is for me to pick up the telephone and call the dean of students, and you'll be out of here. And so I did. And I left college in my second year, and I I transferred eventually to NYU uh, the following year because I realized all the things I wanted to be when I grew up needed a college education. Mm -hmm. Um, But NYU was easy by comparison. And I got to major in student government and civil rights as much as I majored in sociology psychology um so i think of her i thought of her today that what a gift she was to have seen beneath the surface and opened up a possibility to me that i had never imagined never imagined freedom you know freedom freedom is one of the gifts we are given yeah and we don't we don't appreciate i think the other thing we're given are our our own natural gifts, um, whether they be intelligence or they be um, skillful needlework or they be, I mean, they can be anything you could imagine. Um, But when we discover that we have them, we can appreciate ourselves and we can appreciate the fact that we've been given them. Mm -hmm. So um, 
let me think of some other gifts. Uh, and and why why should we try to think about our gifts? Well, I think it because it makes us feel good. You know, and I think I think um, that's what Thanksgiving is all about. Is it was the pilgrims saying we survived. Mm-hmm. We survived. We survived the trip mm-hmm. across the ocean. We survived um, not having homes and having to create them. Yeah. We survived uh, fighting with the Native Americans over territory. And and so they wanted to celebrate. And I think it would be wonderful if when we gather with our families or our friends for Thanksgiving, if we just talked about, well, what are we grateful for? Yeah. What's, what's made a difference in our lives? Uh, what are some of the gifts you were given that you have no responsibility for you? They're just there. Um, what do you mean? Like innate type of gifts? Yeah. Like people, like talking, like um, communication. Yes, and your smile. I like you it. Thank you. And I have all real teeth still. I'm thankful for that, but not, who knows how much longer. But yeah, it's, um, no, um, I'm, I'm just, like my mom, um, always said that I had the gift of um, like personality, like, you know, talking to people and just always being comfortable and making others feel comfortable. And I guess I made a career out of that by becoming a broadcaster. But it's not like the broadcaster where I want to be heard and I'm here on the news. And it's I like the community aspect of it. Like even when I worked in news, I didn't do the hard news. I did like the fun feature news and entertainment news. But being out there talking to people, meeting people is what makes me happy. And people say I can put a smile on their face. And that makes me happy. Knowing that just talking to someone could bring out something in them uh, or, you know, and, and, to really care and be genuine because not everybody does, but I really truly am passionate. I get to talk to you, right? I get to talk to so many people, but I really care. Like I want to reach over and just hug you. Oh, you're, you're, I, wanna... you're, you're, <laughs> I think that's just a natural a gift of gab, but not in a bad way. Well, it's a, it's a generosity of spirit too. And it's a, it's a warmth yeah. that you communicate that, that you're glad to be with the person you're with. I think, I think that's a, a an inherent gift that you didn't you didn't have to consciously develop. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the gifts that we have are gifts that come that way. Other gifts are gifts we we work hard to acquire. You know, uh, whether it's getting a graduate degree or getting a particular job or um, raising children, those are things that we choose. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, the innate gifts, I think, um, are really special because we didn't do anything to deserve them. We just got them. Yeah, for sure. Um, you got other uh, times in your life where you felt really um, gifted. It was when I had my first child. To me, that was a gift. Yeah. Yeah. And you made that decision on your own. Totally. And did it all by myself. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. It was the best gift ever, becoming a mom. I always wanted to. And just because I didn't have someone to be with doesn't mean I couldn't become a mom. And I did. So, that's a miracle. I'm so admiring, 
What are you and your sons going to do for Thanksgiving? Be honest, I'm just excited to have a day off and to relax. And that's all I want to do. My sister goes with her family in New Jersey, her husband's family. Mike, I just want to stay home and start decorating for Christmas and do nothing. And my, um, yeah, and one son wants to do that. One son wants to watch football. So we don't have any amazing plans with family or friends, even though people have offered. But we're kind of like, ah, we're just going to stay home and just relax because we're always on the go every day and night it's a sport it's something and it's just so we're just happy to be with each other what about you do you have any plans or i'm gonna have thanksgiving dinner with friends that live close by good and i'm also gonna spend the weekend putting up my christmas tree that's something i love to do in fact last year for the first time because the year before i had was planning on moving. I, I was going to say you were moving. Did you get? Did you kept some of the, the Christmas stuff? All right. I kept the Christmas stuff. Oh, absolutely. Some of it's fifty years old, and so it's fun when I when I dress the tree. I I see all these little ornaments that I were Collected given to over the years times in my life, and and so it's it's a really a joyful experience. But what I did last year was because I had this smaller tree that was like five feet tall. And I bought a seven and a half foot tree for the living room. I had two trees, uh-huh. one in my bedroom, and it was my original design of all blue. And my bedroom is blue, so that that works. And 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 so every time I went into my bedroom, I would turn the lights on the tree, and I would just enjoy that tree all by myself. Um, and the reason why I had blue trees were that. The Roman Catholic Church, five blocks from where I grew up, St. Ignatius Loyola, had two cedar trees out front on Park Avenue, and they lit them up with blue bulbs. And we would walk up Park Avenue each year to look at those trees and see all the lighted trees on Park Avenue as you as you walked the seven or eight blocks. So I just copied that. Uh, and so last year I had, and I'm going to do it again this year. I had two trees. I had one for the public and one for me. Nice. Are they real or are they fake or do you? They're fake. Balsam Hill. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the fake. I used to love the real, but then the pine they cones. Died. Yes. I just picked up, I picked up at the grocery store a Christmas wreath uh, to bring to my mom, my my grandma and my grandpa's gravesite. Um, my mom's parents that passed. My mom was cremated. I have her here. I brought some of her ashes to the cemetery too, which was nice. But I bought the wreath in the car and all the way to the cemetery, I was just like, this wreath is so annoying. There's pine needles all over the car. I'm like, now I know why I have a fake tree. I don't, I'm never going to get a real tree again. I'm like, ah. and then I have a cat that would eat it and probably vomit. So, but <laughs> it made me think grateful for my fake Christmas tree. And I will get another fake Christmas tree one day. I I do get um, a real wreath. And actually, I usually get two. I put one on the outside of the front door and one on the inside of the front door. Aww. And the reason I put one on the inside of the front door is because the smell. Smell. Ah, oh, all right. That's true. Christmas. So I do that. I buy the uh, fake uh, spray. <laughs> Balls and pine spray. What is it called? Yeah, it's, I like that. Well, that's clever. That's very clever. You you get the smell without the without evergreen the candle like that. It smells like Christmas in here. Yeah. <laughs> A few weeks ago, I went to Ross for Less with friends, and oh, they, they still have Ross for Less. 
Yes, we still have Ross oh, for less. I remember in LA being there. Oh, cool. I like that place. It's like our TJ hey. Maxx. So they had all this Christmas, these Christmas things. And um, I bought a, bo- a box of additional ornaments. And then I found this plexiglass tree that when you put three batteries in its bottom, it lights up. How cute. It's going to be on my dining room table. Instead of the pumpkin that's been there for the last few weeks. Yeah, time to get rid of the pumpkins, yep. So, um, I, it's nice to remember all these things. Um, yeah, I we've been, we- both of us been glowing, like that sun behind you, this whole show. We're grateful, thankful, talking about some positive, amazing experiences and memories in our lives. Well, you know, one of the great, greatest gifts are gifts of friends. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that this family has included me at Thanksgiving for three years now um, is, and, and it was interesting because Kathy called her son to see if he would like to cook for Thanksgiving dinner and instead of assuming that he would. And he said, well, of course, mom, you know, of course. Aww. But he comes and he spends the whole day and he cooks and it's a delicious dinner. And and everybody that's there doesn't have immediate family, so that you know we kind of are each other's family for that day. We borrow each other. That's perfect. Yeah. Um. Well, I should give my my call letters and how you can reach me if you want to. Absolutely. Uh, uh, my phone number is six five zero five six zero eight five nine zero. Simple. And um, my email address, uh, Jill gave you, but I'll say it again, drbonnyring at comcast.net. And then the and the, the website is drbonnyring.com. And also Dr. Bonnie Ring's books, because I've got two books that are highlighted in a website. Um, and I'm thankful for this opportunity to be woman of the year. I mean, who would have ever imagined I certainly wasn't looking for it or expecting it. And it's been fun to work with you week after week and to say things that I think will be helpful. And I want to encourage everybody that's listening to sit down and make a list of the best experiences they've had in their lives. Mm -hmm. Mm. And then to say a little thank you for each and every one of them. That would be the way to do Thanksgiving. And I'm going to I'm going to see if I can suggest at the table on Thursday that we each talk about the things we're thankful for. Ah. Oh, beautifully said. Thank you so much, Dr. Bonnie Ring. Excited to have you here. Always an honor and such a pleasure. Um I hope we still have more time together, do we? Are you coming back another day? Oh, wait, we're not leaving each other yet, are we? No, then we're going to do our swan song next week. All right, perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much. Pleasure I'm having you here, okay? Next week. All right, perfect. Thank you, and enjoy your Thanksgiving. Have an mm-hmm. amazing time with your friends, okay? And they're your family. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? 
And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.